0: hi everybody i'm brett mcdermott and this is doing big things where every week we speak with up-and-coming entrepreneurs and dive into the mindset systems and habits that are allowing them to thrive now there's going to be a lot of great tips on this podcast and i don't want you to try and apply them all what i do want you to do is choose one or two that really speak to you and put them into action today so i am super hyped right now because on today's show We have one of the most sought after social media and branding strategists in the real estate industry. He's a rock star, New Jersey real estate agent himself. This man is a very in-demand speaker on the conference circuit right now. He shared the stage with Ryan Serhant, Ricky Carruth, and other titans of the industry. And we're going to try and figure out how he's doing all he's doing today. Ed Stulak, thank you for being on the show, my man.
1: Dude, thank you. Let's go. Now I'm pumped. Let's
0: go. (laughs) Let's go. Thanks for being here, man. I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you carving out the time. Um, You know, I want to dive right in to to the deep ends. I mean, let's talk some social media. I mean, this is really, you know, your specialty. You've amassed 50,000 followers on Instagram. I think you've got around 30,000 on TikTok. No easy feat there. You also have a course teaching agents on how to generate business on social media and build their brands. You speak on the topic all over the nation, and I want to kind of rewind to the beginning. You know what did your start on social media look like?
1: It was two thousand twelve okay and when when I got onto Instagram, it was just something that I knew people were on, but they weren't taking advantage of it correctly, you know, okay. And so when I dove into it, I wanted to start like analyzing it and what it truly has to bring to the platform, to users, to people, to businesses. And, you know, my first post ever, I got to tell you the foundation of this, right? Uh, I took a picture of a hat, something similar to this, and it was a hockey hat. And I posted it on Instagram and I got two likes. And I'm thinking, whoa, nice. Yeah, (laughs) that's sweet. (laughs) uh, But something clicked in me. Uh, like this entrepreneurial flair. And it was like, hey, what if those two likes actually ended up buying that hat because they liked it so much? Um, I was looking at a $30 profit from $0 marketing budget. You know, like I posted for free and I got two people that were exposed to it. So That's then i was thinking, wow, how do I get more followers? How do I get something that I can sell? Maybe a service or product or something. And I didn't know for the longest time what it would be. So eventually I got into music and then I was like, oh, well, musicians need, um, you know, an exposure brand, uh, things of that sort. So I'm learning the ins and outs of it, getting more followers. And then I'm like, all right, not music. Let me try something else. And then I got into marketing and branding. And long story short, I went through a ton of different obstacles and hoops to figure out what it is that I truly want to do. Until I realized okay. all of that stuff is nice and dandy. I just don't make any money in it. <laughs> so I'm like, damn. Um, I know it now, which is great because I helped so many influencers and some celebrities. And I you know, I, I helped them all out with their content creation and their brands on social. But I never helped did it for myself. And again, I wasn't making that much money in it. Great knowledge, not enough money. Mm-hmm. Long story short, next step was uh, real estate. So I became a real estate agent. You know, I can. not be myself, uh, just dress up from I don't know to the nine, be dapper, flexible hours, and no school degree. That's what caught my attention, and I'm like, cool, no school degree needed. I'm about this lifestyle. Let's go. <laughs> and <laughs> so I became a realtor, and eventually I realized that my previous decade of doing social media stuff is highly sought after and needed in real estate because not many agents know the stuff that I just learned for the past six, seven, eight years. So then that's when I really started to take the bull by the horns. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to sell real estate. I'm going to use social media to help me sell real estate. I'm going to teach other realtors how to have social media help with their business and all that stuff and how to scale it. And that's where we're at today.
0: Dude, I love it. All started with two likes from the photo of a hat. (laughs) Oh, that I love cool. it. And, and you're wearing a hat today. I mean, full circle, full <laughs> circle, my friend, full circle. I mean, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. What, what a story. Um, so let's just kind of get a little more kind of granular on your social media process. Cause I think, you know, we see your results are there. They're great, but I, I want to kind of dive a little deeper. You know, where do all your ideas from social media content come from? Do you do research do they just come to you and you jot them down in a note? Like where do the ideas come from and how do you track them?
1: Majority of the time, I will say eighty percent of the time, they come from other influencers or other content creators, not just in real estate, but all over. Love I that. steal from models, I steal from musicians, from artists, from contractors, carpenters, to hockey players, to the NHL world. Right? Like I see how they create their content, and I get I, I get a lot of ideas from others. Um, but then the other twenty percent kind of clicks to me. Like I'll give you one example. Um, One night I was watching TV at like 2 a.m. I'm a night owl for those listening. Yeah, If you really want to chat with me, it's at 2 a.m. And um, I'm watching TV and this commercial comes on, which I'm thinking, oh, geez, I I hate commercials. Never. I don't like them. But this one commercial caught my attention and I was laughing. I'm like, wow, that's funny. Like an idea just like completely sparked. I'm like, oh, I should do this. But like with a twist and whatever. At 2 a.m., I filmed a TikTok. And I'm like, I'm not going to post this because it's 2 a.m. I'm kind of tired at this point. Like, I'm in my PJs. I'm not posting this. And I was like, uh, it looks fine. Whatever. I'll just post it. <laughs> Screw it. So I posted it. But I woke up to, like, 15,000 views. I'm thinking, whoa, nice. Right. You know, and that was pretty sweet for the fact that I just posted it. And it was nonchalant. So, like, but very rarely does that happen. It's more so I take ideas from others because they are not recreating the wheel. I'm not going to recreate it. They're doing some stuff that works. Obviously, people are engaging with it. They're liking it. They're commenting. They're sharing it. Maybe they'll do the same with mine if I create it, you know? So, but let me twist it around and make it my own way, you know, my own ingredient to make it my own recipe.
0: I like that. So, look at other people's content through the lens of how can I kind of do a 20-degree shift on this, make it my own, and then just recreate it. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's great content out there, and that's kind of your muse for the most part is what's already out there.
1: That's right. That's right. What's out there, what's already working. I don't have to uh, split test with my own stuff. I can just split test it with
0: someone else's. (laughs) I just save myself time, honestly. And I'm curious, is this like something like, do you block off time in your calendar, like social media, muse research? Like, do you save posts that you like? Like, what does that actually look like in process?
1: That's a great question. Uh, The structure that I have is that I have like a, let's call it a social media power hour. And mm-hmm. most of the time, it does not last an hour, goes longer, <laughs> but sure. it's, it's J- just like easier. the power
0: hours in college, right?
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. Like my 15 minute naps usually end up 45, you know, <laughs> it's like extended 15 minute nap. Um, but, so, you know, I'm, I'm checking out content, I'm consuming. And one thing I will absolutely advise people, those that are listening, those that are watching for content creators or those that are not content creators because you're lacking the right side of your brain, right? Because some people, most people are left, right? Analytical, very like number-driven, very structured, organized. They're not as colorful as the right-sided brain. So like people that are left, they might not be as good content creators as the right, but the, the, the solution to that is what I'm saying right now. Like spend some time consuming content, don't consume just to entertain yourself, consume content to understand, consume to understand what audiences want to consume as well, so once I know, all right, Brett, you are in a white shirt, you're bald, you probably like hats, I'm assuming I should go ahead and create some sort of content to you that is going to tailor a white guy that is bald and like right?
0: (laughs) whatever that might be. Thank you so much. I'm a white guy wearing a white shirt who happens to be bald in a white room. I mean, you just made me sound so interesting. (laughs) I really appreciate
1: that. Thank you. (laughs) You look great. I love it. And so knowing what my target audience is, I'm going to create that content for you, but I have to understand first what you like to consume. So I have to really like dive into what content con what content consumers like to consume, and then I'll create that. So, but like I spend time checking out what people are creating, what are they filming, how are they editing it, what is the text, what is the font looking like? Is it big? Is it blue? Is it yellow? Is it back? Is it what is it? You know, and then I'm like, all right, that works. That doesn't. Let me create this. And honestly, it's, I just gotta consume to create, and I know that that's not excellent. bad. Yeah. People no. don't people here consume and they're like, Hey, do you want me to spend now an hour and content consumption? You know, like I don't have time for this. I have to cold call and door knock. I get it. This is part of the marketing strategy. This is R and D that so many people and entities and businesses out there uh, spend a lot of money on like Gary Vaynerchuk. Let's let's poke Mm on him, poke at him for a second. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has a whole team that does R and D. Like he spends money on, you invest in money into them so they go out there and consume and figure out what's the next best thing hey gary this is what you should be doing this is what is really going to pop off online if you post and then he goes and does it and then wow what do you know it does work uh, it does well so knowing that his r&d team is helping him create good content tells me that i should probably just do what he's doing because he's investing his money somewhere else so it's like i'm just kind of like you know going around the the investment side of things. I don't have money for an R and D team per se. And not a lot of people do. That's okay.
0: I think that's super smart, man. Right. And until we have time or money, the finances does, uh, you know, hire our own R and D team, like Gary V we've got to be the R and D team. We got to be squaring off an hour a week, a power hour a week, study the content out there, the creators that you respect and that you enjoy. What are they doing? What's the font look like? What's the camera angles look like? How are they starting their videos? What does their hook look like? And then model your content after theirs i think that's so important because a lot of times i think creators they just keep throwing the same stuff at the wall and it's not h- hitting and they're like they're like why is this not working it's because you got it you got to pivot you got to look at what's working and you got to model your success after stuff that's already out there and stuff that's already happening
1: oh i'll give you another example um so i created a series recently and it's where i come up to the camera and i say asking successful real estate pros for their secret part one. And then I do asking successful real estate part two, right? And so on and so forth. And I created a whole series about this where I do that intro, but then I bring in a real estate professional and they give their secret for the next 40 seconds. And that's a reel. and I do it 45 seconds to a minute long reel, And I post that. And I shout out people. I promote people. I do a little collaborations. And So many people are reaching out to me. They're like, Ed, that's a genius idea. Wow. I should totally do the same thing with businesses in my area and other realtors. I'm going to do the same thing. That's an awesome idea, dude. Not my idea. Stole that from a musician that does that with DJs.
0: (laughs) Smart though. It's smart. You don't got to recreate the wheel. And And I have seen that series of poster years and they are really good. And they're, they're valuable because you're getting, you know, tips from other, from other agents, you know, how are they running their businesses to the extent that they are. So, you know, very useful to your audience, but again, not, not necessarily an original Ed Stulak idea. And. That doesn't look like one, right? You know, certainly, it, certainly, I thought it was up until right now, and I'm sure most <laughs> other people do. Um, it, do you like spend any time during the week, like scripting content? Do you block off any time just to kind of like organize your ideas and put pen to paper, or, or do you just kind of like hold the camera up and, and press record? <laughs>
1: Um, about three weeks ago, uh, I like to give like actual examples, you know, no, this is great. This uh, is like, you you know, know,
0: gather around the fire. It's story time with (laughs) uncle Ed. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, you know, a few weeks ago, I I had five minutes before a phone call. I think it was like, I don't know, like at one o'clock and I had some time. So I'm at my office, I'm in my suit and I'm thinking I got five minutes. Like I can't really get into the con- uh, into my computer because I'm going to dive into my emails. I'm going to get lost and I'm going to miss the call. Like I got five minutes. What am I going to do? I whipped out my phone. I went into my saved audios and videos that I saved. And I was like, i was going to film this real quick. And like, I put up my phone on the ledge. That was my tripod on the ledge, leaned it up against the wall. And I just clicked record. I did my little dance. I pointed at something at air. Right? I like to do that. I dance. I've seen your points. They're, they're I, great. I point a lot. <laughs> and, and then I was like, all right, good. I filmed it. I'll post it eventually, but not now. But I filmed it. And then what do you know? My call came in. So within five minutes, I was like, oh, screw it. Let's just do it. My point of that story is that's how my mind operates. I like that. You know? Like that, that's one of That's what my mind does. It's just a bunch of sirens in the background, just like Sorry. you got you yeah, got an idea. That was, that was
0: a, <laughs> an ambulance just just came by. They're they're they're, they're going to put out the uh, the Ed Stulac fire. But yeah, that, I get it. So a lot of times you just get the idea, and you're like, let's just do this. Let's just point and shoot. Let let let's get this thing in my phone, and then I'll post it whenever I think it's the right time.
1: That's that's what's been working for me is short form content, very quick, very straight to the point. I don't beat around the bush. Let me just get to it. Cause you don't have time to waste. You want your, your value. You want, to, you want to consume very fast. You want to get out. You want to scroll on to yeah. the next uh, piece of content.
0: And, and do you I try and keep your content those, you know? short? Do you try and yeah. keep it on the shorter side, like below 45, 30 seconds? Is that like a goal of yours for most pieces? The shorter the better. Yeah. yeah. The How about the hook? Amount. How about the importance of the hook? Like, do you spend a lot of time thinking about the first, you know, three to five seconds of the video?
1: Um, I do. I do. Not always though. I don't overthink it. That That's one thing is that once you start counting all the variables to a successful formula for a successful piece of content, mm-hmm. you're going to overthink yourself to death. You're not going to post. And so sometimes I'm looking at a video like, let's just utilize that five minute video example that I just told you about. I had five minutes. What am I going to create? Did I overthink it? No. Did I think of what am I going to start the video off with? No. I was just going to be myself, do my thing and teach you something real quick. And I'm going to point that air and you know, blurbs are going to pop up. I don't know what they're going to say yet. But they're going to say something, you know, I probably came up with the content text like three weeks later. I don't, I don't even know. So I don't overthink it. I just create it and I post it. And if it does well, great. If it doesn't great, moving on to the next, because I know a lot of people that look at their content, they script everything, they write it down. They pull out the camera, they wait for their camera crew to come and like, it's so set up. And I'm thinking you're never going to post anything at that point. And if you do, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. You got quality content, but you're, I don't want to say you're screwing yourself. You are now putting a, an expectation in your audience's perception that that is the type of content that you're going to start posting from here on out. And if you're not consistent with it, then you're shooting yourself in the foot.
0: Sure. And that, you know, super glossy, highly produced content can be not only time consuming, but, you know, very expensive, you know, to hire a video, video crew and, and, and pound out those videos. So, I mean, it sounds like a lot of your process is just kind of get the idea point shoot, but do you ever do any kind of batch shooting or is that not really part of your process? I've, the only time I've ever
1: done batch shooting was for my course, for my Instagram course
0: that I have online. That's it. Like I don't batch course. That's just not how I do it at least. That's pretty interesting. And that's good to hear, I think, cuz I think some people so often these social media gurus, they just pound into you, you got to batch sh- shoot your content, you got to batch shoot. But here's a guy like yourself who's, you know, very successful on social media teaches it to other people and that's not your process. You just kind of get the idea, you shoot it when you feel like the moment is right. Mm-hmm. Would, would you say that you shoot content every day? Would you say that's a uh, something that you do on a daily basis? It all depends on what kind of content, for sure. You know, like Instagram stories every
1: day. Uh, TikTok you know, a little bit more time involved into that. So whenever I do have a second to film, I will. And Instagram Reels, same thing.
0: But Instagram Stories, Facebook Stories, every day. And is there anyone else involved in this kind of content machine that you've created? Like, do you have like an editor that that you work with? Or is it really just you kind of point and shooting, editing within the app and and posting?
1: For the most part, let's call it 90% of the content I film is me with my phone. Uh, sometimes I'll even edit it at this point. I have a videographer that does my listing videos. So sometimes I'll ask him to help me out with like a nicer high quality type video. So you know, I'll do something with him. But other than that, like the long story of it all, um, a long story short is that
0: I do all my stuff. Real That's quick. so cool. Right. You, you don't need the videographer. You don't need the editor. You don't need all that fancy stuff to build a mm. huge following. You really mm. don't. I mean, you're, mm. you're living proof. I mean, you're, you're doing it yourself pretty much that I think that is really helpful for people to hear. Listen, um, I'm
1: not an, I'm not an expert. I don't want to say that I'm doing the right thing. I, it just feels right for me. And if there's anything sure. that like you said in the beginning of this video, um, in the beginning of this uh, chat, you said that for those that are listening, you do not have to implement everything from this talk, don't implement every single thing that we're talking about here. You said some good stuff, I've said some good stuff, but it might not resonate with everyone. If there's one thing that I really, really, truly want for people to really resonate with is what I'm saying right now. You have a system, work with your system. Don't change it if it doesn't work for you. Just just do what works for you. That's honestly, simply said, do what works for you. I know too many realtors, too many real estate professionals, let's call them, that are super successful with a
0: CRM system, right? That's a common question in real estate. What CRM do you use? Sure, everyone wants to know what that magical CRM is. <laughs> it's not It's not magic, it's the one you use. <laughs>
1: that, that's right, it's the one that you use. And I'm going to say the same thing for content, though, because I know some real estate professionals that are doing way better than anyone that I know. And their CRM is, is this thing, it's, it's a notepad sure and that's what they use and does it does it work for them you better believe it does it work for a person like you, like me, like them, like Janet? Like it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't Janet, matter. You, can, you? you never know about Janet. You know, she's oh, always Janet, up to something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good advice though. find what works for you. What works for Ed, what yeah. works for Brett might not work for you, but you've got to find some sort of system and put it in place. And there has to be some type of repetitive nature to your content system, okay. whether it's get an idea, point, shoot, batch content, you got to figure it out. Um, let's talk about like brand a little bit, right? Everyone's favorite buzzword. You can't go to a conference without hearing the word brand 10,000 times. But I think, you know, it's an important word these days. It's important to focus on building a powerful brand. What do you think is the most important thing or habit or tactic that agents or small business owners can do today to build a powerful brand in the marketplace?
1: Coloring it in the most authentic and transparent color you possibly can. That's what works today. Be yourself. Yes, and though that is also said 10,000 times, be yourself, be you, I get it. However, I think too many people neglect the true thought behind that word or that meaning. They neglect it, they truly do. They they say oh yeah I got to be myself but then they go and start comparing themselves like oh well I got to be like him like oh well, why is she doing it so well and oh she's so good I got to do it like her mm, not really not really you learn you know take it as inspiration don't you're gonna discourage yourself at points like I've I've been there I'm still there sometimes today where I see someone doing something I'm like damn that's so good like why am I not doing that. I don't know. Your brand is you. Just like, like stick to you. There's there's a whole audience that is interested in it. Some are not. <laughs> That's okay. But at the end of the day, it's just you have got to be yourself. You got to be cool with that and you're going to attract those that are understanding of that and are cool with it too and vibe with you and again, your vibe attracts your tribe and blah blah blah. There's truth behind it. I know it's said millions of times, but it's true. But to really make like a powerhouse type of brand i don't want to say i'm going against what i just said however i'm going to say inspirational side of things go and see what the other big brands are doing and learn from them you know i got this one big team here in new jersey and uh you know i i look up to this dude like i you know i hear reviews and mixed reviews and all that stuff but I see the way he brands himself and he's on the billboards and he's got a whole team and he does his videos and this and that. I'm like, dude, he's doing it right. You know, he's in print advertising, he's online and I look up to that and I'm like, all right, I got to do that if I really want to build a powerhouse brand. You know? Sure.
0: So sure. I like that. So, you, you know,
1: know yeah. find
0: a brand, you know, or brands that you respect that you'd like to emulate and just kind of use that as a framework and then you can interject your authentic voice into that framework. Yes. Yeah. Well said. I love that. I love that. And let's just talk a little bit about, you know, I think sometimes people forget about that social media is supposed to be social, right? We think about the media aspects like pump out content, pump out content, pump out content. But people forget that you're actually supposed to go on there and socialize. You're supposed to comment. You're supposed to DM. You're supposed to do these things. Is that part of your process? Do you block off time on your calendar for engagement?
1: That's part of that social media power hour. So when i consume i also engage i talk i comment uh, message people oh yeah definitely um nice you know very very similar to let me for those that are listening that are not very let's say right sided again but let's say the left sided of the brain uh you're very analytical you're very uh tactical like how how do i convert how do i make this actually happen you know those people (laughs) um honestly when it comes to real estate you got to be proactive all right, we got to be proactive people to go get real estate business, to go get sellers, buyers. I'm going to say the same thing for content. Like, if you want engagement, you got to go and give it. You got to go being proactive. Go and start engagement, right? So, that could be a comment with a question. That could be a message. That could be a DM. That could be a follow. That could be a comment. That could be a share. That could be a tag, whatever. Like, go and engage with people to get engagement. That's what I say I love uh, in terms of advice, like online. Don't, don't wait for it. Don't wait for it. Go and get it. You know? That's really I'll, good. If you I'll, want I'll engagement,
0: you got to go and give it. Right? It's as simple as that. You get what you know. You get what you give in the long run. And if you're just pumping out content and you're not engaging with anyone else's content, you know what do you expect's going to happen?
1: Let me let me tell you this. Ready? I'm going to go into my Instagram DMs right now. So here's just a, a quick list. Here's okay. some DMs that I got. Right? You see a lot nice. of little blue dots. I think. Let's see. And around here, it says sent 4 hours ago, 5 hours ago.
0: This was all just today. Right? Wow, that looks like a productive uh, social media power hour there.
1: Looks productive. And then there's the general folder cuz I have two, right? So, like the list continues. My point though, I if I could throw a random number on it, I would say about solid 40 DMs alone today.
0: But guess where they came from?
1: Maybe, maybe three, maybe four of them came to me, but the rest, you better believe, I started.
0: Sure. And I'm just curious: are these like, are these agents that you're reaching out to? Are these like homeowners? Are these like people that may live in your farm? Like, who are these 40 people that you're reaching out to on a daily basis?
1: These are either people that follow me. These are people that could like a video on my TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's that's where I really like to impress people is when they see my stuff on TikTok and comment on there. And then I find their Instagram and I comment on there and they're like, nice. yo, wait, you're that dude on TikTok, dude. Thanks so much. That catches their attention.
0: Right? Sure. Who else is doing that? I mean that, you know, you're showing that you care. You're like, listen, I appreciate the follow. And you know, I'm Ed, how you doing? I'm a human being. What's up?
1: Those videos that I told you, the, the DMS that I sent out today, those were people that followed me and them clicking that follow button, it truly does mean a lot to me. Like the fact that someone went out of their way to type in my name, they spent their time doing that and, and finding me. Whether it's a video that they saw, or maybe someone told them told me about uh, told them about me, whatever that might be, they spend time to invest into my brand for that second. If they're spending time on me, I want to make sure I can spend the same time and love on them. So I send them a personal video, and I did it before. Um, it was actually a funny one. Uh, her, I think her name was Trina. Shout out to Trina. Trina followed me. Shout out ooh, Trina. I believe it's in Minnesota or somewhere. I forget. Um, but her the way her username looked, it it was it was her name. It was like Trina Angle Realtor, and and at first I read that as Triangle Realtor, right? And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, all right. So look, so I sent her a, a video message. I'm like. Trina Realtor, what's going on? I just wanted to personally reach out to you to say thank you for your follow. By the way, I'm going to start calling you Trina Re- uh, Triangle Realtor because that's how I read your username at first. But listen, <laughs> nonetheless, I, I bet you get that all the time. Uh, pleasure to connect. Have a great day. Ciao. And that was my message to her.
0: And sure. It was individualized. It
1: was, it, every single one is. Every like single that. one is not one so, is going to be generalized. None. I don't have any videos of me that are saved in my photo album that are just like, "Hey, what's up, man?" or "Hey, what's up? It's Ed. Thanks for the follow." None of that. You will never catch me in the same outfit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's such a cool viewpoint on you know the hour of power. I mean, if if you go to like an old school real estate you know summit, they're going to talk about the hour of power, but they're they're not talking about social media. They're talking about picking up the phone and hammering Fizbos, you know, this is kind of a new way to look at it, right? Pick up your phone, you know, digest some content that you can then make your own, but at the same time, engage with your following, reach out with DMs, and it's kind of the way people want to communicate these days. They don't really mm-hmm. want to be, you know, called, you know, by some random realtor and listen, that can still be a successful way to build a business. And I think it's, you know, still can be a, a solid pillar of lead generation, but this is another way to look at it. Block off an hour a day, commit it to social media. Um, do you try and limit your usage or consumption of social media outside of that hour? Like, do you think sometimes, There's a limit to how much you should consume social media wise, where it kind of distracts you from, from your work. Uh, no, no,
1: no. I'm on there whenever I want. I don't have a limit. My, my phone doesn't tell me, Ed, stop it, cut it off. I've, it's instilled in my brain now that anytime I go on social, if I'm not productive, then, then I'm now I'm wasting time. So, every time oh, yeah. I log on to Instagram or TikTok, like, I'm consuming to entertain myself, yes, but more so to really R&D. Like, see what's working. See what's working for others. Let me see R&D. how this girl, she's, she's dancing. She's doing really good. Um, this person, oh, they're doing phenomenal. I love their content. They're doing interview-style videos and, like, head-talking head videos. Like, that's, that's cool. I like how they did that. And I save that. And then, boom, I bounce off, and I'm back into, you know, right, got to find homes for Samantha. Got to follow up on comps, so I got to do this right, and then I boom right back into real estate.
0: Nice. Do you ever go in and kind of audit who you're following to make sure that you're only consuming content that is productive content?
1: No, I don't. I don't filter myself. Um, I follow. I follow clients. I follow obviously family and friends and all that, and some role models and people that I look up to, of course people that I like to uh, steal from, right? Rip and duplicate. I definitely follow those people. And yeah, and anytime I see someone that just like, I don't know, post something unnecessary or irrelevant, then of course I will unfollow them. Um, Many times I will block people just because of the way that they do very bad things. I'm just not a fan of how they approach people or the content that they create. I don't know. So like I'll filter it to that degree. But other than that, I just,
0: it's a free for all. I, listen, I love it, man. And these, these are just obviously just very authentic answers you're giving us. And I think it's, it's, it's cool yeah. to see that, you know, you can have a different approach to other people and, you know, you can succeed in this social media game in a variety of ways. Um, so you work with a lot of agents, you know, you, you speak at these seminars, I'm sure you get a lot of questions from agents that are struggling on social media. You know, what, what's the biggest roadblock that you see to most people that, you know, are struggling to find their stride on social?
1: they they either don't have a brand established yet or they just truly are not creative and they don't know how to create that content and they overthink they they paralyze themselves with over analysis over analysis causes paralysis we've heard this before don't overanalyze things don't overwhelm yourself like don't overthink things just do it just test it out like screw up fall break your nose like you know you got to do that sometimes to touch the flame ah it hurts don't do that again right you got to do it like there's no theory or book that you can read to to learn oh this is how you're going to do it like you just got to do it i think that's the best lesson you know and and then eventually you realize what works and what doesn't and then you're going to do a lot more of the stuff that works and
0: versus the stuff that doesn't you know
1: right so just do it yeah yeah you just got to do it
0: Nike. Nike had it right all those years ago. Honestly, yeah, still one of the most powerful slogans uh, ever created is just do it. And I totally agree because if you're not posting content then you've got no content to analyze, you know, there's nothing there to you know look at. Did this work? Did this not work? If you're not posting content on a regular basis, then there's nothing to even look at. So I, I totally agree. People need to get out of their own heads, start posting stuff. And then, you know, whether it's on a weekly or monthly basis, let's look at the results. What worked? What didn't work? whatever worked, you know, let's double down on that. Let's do more of that. Um, so just to kind of switch off of, you know, social media a little bit and just talk you know, more in a general sense. So you know, you're obviously a really hardworking guy, right? You're speaking at seminars, you're traveling all over the nation, you're selling homes, you're creating courses. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff right now, Ed. Um, curious though. Do you ever feel a resistance to work? Like, do you ever wake up and you just don't want to do all the things that you need to do that day? And if so, you know, how do you push through that resistance? And how do you continue to take massive action?
1: For sure. Um, you you called me at exactly that time in my in my life right now. Um, you know, the past month and a half, I've been very unmotivated, very out of it, just very, you know, discouraged. I don't want to do stuff. I don't want to work. I don't want to get up out of bed. I just want to sleep. I want to nap. I want to watch TV and just hang out. And I'm just overwhelmed. Clients are calling me. And honestly, I'm just declining calls. I'm, I'm in a meeting. Right? Like that's, that's kind of how I've been. And honestly, I lean on my family and friends for that matter. I go to them. I vent to them. I tell them about my stuff. Like guys kick me in the ass. You know please like i need something i need movement i need guidance i need a pull because right now i don't have it um for all the times i've given it to you please give it to me now you know and that's kind of what we do and that's it's important i really lean into my my sphere my circle it's a small circle but i lean into them because we always lean into each other and you know i definitely say that they've helped me get out of this funk um also, I must say that I'll give credit to the bird that flew into my house yesterday morning and broke my blinds. Um, I guess he gave me some good luck to my house and my my new chapter. <laughs> so, oh, I love it. So that that never yeah, he
0: needs he deserves it too. That bird's working hard. So the so the takeaway there is you know lean on your social circle and then, you know, leave your windows open too. That's right. Right. <laughs> I, I I think that's really good advice though, because I think it's, it's easy to look at a guy like you and, you know, your, your beautiful website and your thousands of followers. And people think that you're probably just wake up and you're shot out of a rocket every day, but that's just not the case, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a human being too. You're going to feel resistance to work. There's going to be plenty of days where you wake up. And even though you've got tons of stuff going on, all you're going to want to do is binge the new season of you on Netflix, you know, like you're a human being, that's okay. Um, And I love that you just lean on your social network, you know, your, your circle, which you keep small. You did mention that. And just curious, do you kind of abide by that notion, the five people around you will determine, you know, who you become? And is it like intentional for you that you keep your, your social circle, or at least the people on your inner circle, keep that circle a little bit on the smaller side?
1: It, it's not even, even intentional. It just, it just happens to be that way. Like... Like we all think like one another and we all help each other grow and we're all growing at the same time. We're not relying on each other to grow in order for the next to grow. It's more so yeah. we're all growing and like, hey, this is what works for me. Let's go. Hey, guys, don't do this. That really bit me in the ass. Don't do not do that. And like we're really learning off of one another. And I, I find that to be the most valuable circle of friends that you can find. If you just have a circle of friends that you're just i don't know bullshitting with every friday night i don't know if that's as productive like i want to grow and the people around me if you're not growing then then it's not the circle for you simple as that but we all think alike Uh, and it just so happens to be that it's like four of us or five of us you know that's that's it so
0: i like that and listen it's hard to find more than four or five people in your life that are really dedicated to growth i think you know, that that's just the case it is. That doesn't make other people bad people. You know, maybe, you know, they're, you know, passionate about life in their own way. But there are certain people that you meet along the way that really want to squeeze the juice out of this thing called life. And I think it's certainly advantageous to keep those people as close as possible. Definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, just kind of like. Also kind of piggybacking on uh, just kind of like, you know, your general vibe. I mean, you're a guy that just kind of oozes positivity, confidence, good vibes. Is there anything self-talk wise that you maybe say to yourself on a daily or a weekly basis to kind of keep yourself in peak state?
1: Hmm. You know what? I talk to myself a lot. Um, I'm an only good. child, you know, so like I didn't Me have much, many people to talk to. So you get it. <laughs> um, it was always myself in the mirror. I'm like, dude, what's up? I'm like, not much. You <laughs> in my mind? I don't. I don't even know. That's a. It's a deeper question. Every single day, it's just more so of how. Like, am I am I pursuing the goals that I have written down that are in the back of my mind? Like, I have this i have this whiteboard in my head and and on there i always see the priorities of the day of the year of the month of the decade like what's important right now you know and a few, a year plus ago it was get a house And like that was in the back of my head so like am i doing everything in my power to be saving to be getting money to be getting more money to be learning how to get a house to be learning for the time when it comes to um to uh, investing into the house, being a landlord—like, am I am I doing the proper steps for that? And then the next thing is, am I growing the correct team to be selling real estate? Are they producing at their best level? Am I uh, like all these things are in my head? And so sometimes when I'm down, and all of a sudden I, I mentally envision that whiteboard again. I'm like, oh my god! All right, let's go. We got we got work to do. <laughs> and then it kind of you know just pushes me forward. So there's and then it's it's just this circle it's like one thing has to be done for the next thing so it's and it's all connected in some shape or form so i'm like i'm my own accountability partner that's what's going on in my head i have a little ed inside he's like dude you are chilling or or you're what are you doing and if sometimes i'll decide sometimes i'll decide to chill and that eddie in my head that eddie's like yeah all right you deserve it you're good i'm like all right cool but then sometimes it's like, dude, you've been doing it for too long. And I'm like, I know. And he's like, all right, but a little bit longer. And then, and then you got to go. So that's, that's <laughs> like what goes on in my head. I don't know. It's weird. I'm weird.
0: That's what we're going to learn. From no, this listen, <laughs> You got to listen to your inner ed. You got to <laughs> listen to your inner ed. I think that's, oh, that's yeah. okay. And that, I think that's good advice. Cause I think, you know, we all have a voice inside of our head, but at, at the core, I think we know what's best for us in this moment. Sometimes it's rest and sometimes it's hustle and when we're when we've been resting for a little too long it's okay to say to yourself you know hey brett you know time to get off the couch and make some calls or make some content or do something (laughs) (laughs) very cool my man um you know you're running a super successful business right now you know at the core of any successful business um is lead generation lead generation is the beating heart of any successful business you know besides social media what are your other primary pillars primary sources of new business
1: we utilize uh,
0: Realtor.com.: Okay. referrals,
1: sphere of influence, cold calling, open houses, and,
0: and just past clients. That's, that's the focus right now. Do you have a system for maintaining contact with your sphere? Like, do you direct ads towards them? Do you send them mailers? Do you try and call them twice a year or is it more so they just see you on social media so much that, that you stay top of mind?
1: The first thing, yes, social media. I have a client that I picked up four years ago, and till today, we DM each other like crazy. And she has sent me so much business, it's ridiculous. And that came from Instagram. So, like, I don't call her, I don't text her, I don't follow up with her with a mailer or a postcard, or I don't do that stuff. Like, she sees my stuff, we chat, and sometimes I'll be proactive. I'll poke at her and I'll send her a message or I'll say hi in some shape or form. Then towards the holidays, though, towards uh, December, I I do my little Popeye. So uh, every every year I'm known for. I get this huge tub. It's I don't even know how many gallons of of uh, honey, of pure organic honey. Love it. And and uh, I think I get it locally. Sometimes I get it shipped from from locally and you know farms and all that stuff. And what I do is I go get little mason jars and I pour every single one. And I do it for all my past clients. Uh, My mom helps me out with that stuff, you know, so she's been so sweet over the years. And we just pack them up. We get a little uh, holiday gift bag. We throw a chocolate bomb in there, some candy canes and a nice handwritten message to every single person. And the, you know, the list grows, the database grows. And every year I hand deliver it. This past year, I actually had my assistant and I, um, big shout out to Mima, my lovely aunt. So keeping it in the fam. She's my my assistant, my everything. Um, it's without great. her, you know, oh man, I wouldn't be, uh, where I am, but you know, so she helped me out with, uh, driving to all these places and hand delivering this, you know, just like knocking on the door saying, hi, this is from Ed, or, Hey, this is me. Hi, just, you know, Popeyes. And I do that every holiday and I've been doing it for the past four or five years now.
0: Love that. So it's, it's really, you know, social media, right? You're, you're interacting on social media. They're seeing your comments. And then you see them once a year with a pop by and -hmm. that's really enough to stay in touch with your network enough to, you know, generate a ton of referrals. I I love that you don't need to be old school. You don't need to call people. If you don't, if that's not what you're comfortable with, you don't need to send mailers or direct, you know, Facebook ads towards your network, just interacting with them on social media, posting comment, and then trying to get that one face-to-face touch point a year can be enough. Um, and I think that's really helpful for, for people to, to hear so. You know, anyone that that listens to the show knows that you know I'm a lifelong you know learner. I believe in reading. I believe in listening to podcasts. I think our input kind of you know determines our output. Um, are there any books or podcasts that you could kind of point to that have had the greatest impact on you?
1: Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, the book, big orange book. So it's called Four Hour Work Week, and that thing has taught me to delegate. For the longest time, I like control. I like to do things my way. No one has my work ethic. No one believes what I believe. No one does things like I do. And it's just hard for me to delegate. Uh, but this book taught me, and I'll, I'll break it down for those that have not read this book, but if the point, right, the theme, if you can't do something yourself, automate it. If you can't automate it, delegate it. And if we can't delegate it, eliminate it.
0: That's That's powerful. That's really good stuff. And I totally agree with that delegation. So powerful. And it's a tough thing for, you know, any business owner to really do in the beginning, because you feel like you can do every part of the business, the best, and no one's going to be able to do things the way you do things. I know for myself, you know, Hiring a full-time uh, assistant last year was the best move I ever made for me, my business, my brand. I mean, she's really helped me get so many projects off the ground that had just been in the back burner for so long. Because if you're every day working in the business and doing all the back-end stuff and the paperwork and everything like that, then you don't really have time to take a step back, look at the big picture, and start building some of those projects that are really going to amplify your brand in the long run. So totally agree. Delegation. If you want to build a brand, do big things, have a, a big impact on this planet, is is so so key. We can only do so much alone. Love that? So, just a, you know, quick question here. You know, before you know we wrap up, and I you know I've really appreciated you know your, your time. I think everyone here listening is going to take a lot away from this conversation. Again, pick one or two things and and apply them. I love the social media power hour. So much of what you said, I think, is really applicable to a lot of small business owners. Um, For anyone listening right now, and you're a guy who's clearly pursuing his dreams, right? You're speaking across the nation. You're really, you're going after it. And I I got to applaud you for that. What would you tell people that have these big dreams in their minds and their heart, but they're not going after it? They feel stuck. How do they get unstuck?
1: Envision yourself as a... 70, 80, 90 year old person, what are you going to be saying? Damn, did I live a good life? Or damn, I regret that I didn't do this one thing. And I think about that every time that I'm put into making a decision. And the little Ed that I was talking about before talks out loud to me and, like, dude, if not now, when? And I'm like, damn, you're right. Like, I want to be on my deathbed and saying, dude, what a life. I look at all my social media posts. I That's how I envision myself. Like, when I'm 80 years old, I want to pull up my Instagram, and I want to just scroll and be like, damn, I was a stud when I was 19. Damn, I was a jackass when I was 23. Wow, look how wow, successful look at I was when I was 29, 29. And so on and so forth, you know? And... Like I'm excited for that, but like I'm creating that excitement then like, oh, now, now I'm working on it now. So I don't know. Just ask yourself, like, are you really willing to have that conversation with yourself when you are 80? Like, oh, I wish I did this. Oh. oh man. People that say, I wish, I wish they didn't,
0: but you that's know, powerful, not- man. I love that. Think of your 80 year old self and are you going to be okay With the fact that you didn't go after this big dream in your heart and really try and make that guy proud. We want that guy to be happy at the end of the day and know that he left it all on the playing field. Ed, you know, thanks for being here, my man. This has been awesome, a lot of fun. You know, where can the listeners follow you or maybe even possibly see you in person at an upcoming event?
1: Cool, yeah. So, uh, Ed Stulak across all platforms, Um, E D S T U L A K. And again, if you reach out to me, I'll. Probably be sending you a video message, so prepare and uh where am I at next? I'm going to Los Angeles in two weeks uh April April third to the fourth. I'm speaking at a social con, which is gonna be an awesome, awesome event. like I know a lot of people say, "Oh, this is gonna be an awesome event. no, this is gonna be sick like this is going to be a bunch of realtors that are speaking, however, we are not the main speakers. I'm not the main speaker there. The the other realtors that are with me are not the main speakers. The main speakers are other social media influencers that have nothing to do with real estate. And they're gonna be sharing their secrets. And I am just so stoked because some of these these people have millions of followers and so on and so forth. It's gonna be a sick event, but nonetheless. uh, I'm gonna be in Los Angeles April 3rd and 4th, Houston, Texas, and uh, also mid-April. Got Washington, D.C. in May. Philadelphia in May and so on and so
0: forth. Very cool, brother. I I love the uh, E-D-S-T-U-L-A-K. It almost sounded like a nursery rhyme. That was kind of sweet right there. It sounded (laughs) like something my... yeah it was like something like my 11 year old would watch on uh, on youtube or something <laughs> like that um hey thank you everyone for listening this has been doing big things as always i greatly appreciate you leaving a review or a rating on whatever amazing platform you're listening so more people can join the dbt movement until next time guys get out there my friends and do big things